to the Annie Gamers Podcast. This is episode number 81, recorded on Saturday, July 22nd, 2017. I'm your host, Evan Minto. With me, as always, David Estrella. Howdy, gamers. Hey, uh, gamers. Um, Attention, gamers. How, how are the games treating you games these days? I don't know. I haven't played any video games, Evan. I've actually played some video games. Have uh, you? I have. That's so. surprising. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, I haven't been watching much anime, but uh, oh, we'll get games to that. are good. Actually, <laughs> games are sometimes good. Games are surprisingly but... good for 2017. We're like halfway through the year, and they continue to be good. Yeah, the problem is there's too many games that are good, and I can't play them, which is the opposite problem that anime has, which is that there's Ooh. not enough. It's not enough anime. of it. Most of it's not good. Uh, actually, let's like uh, speaking of <laughs> games, let's jump right into news because I have. Uh, it's sort of news. It's sort of a. Uh, it's news that I care about, which is to say it's not news, really, at all, because nobody else cares about it. There, <laughs> look, look, David. I know, uh, I know. The Anime Gamers know, Podcast I, I is your number one, it's your number one source for No Man's Sky content. Uh, seeing as No Man's Sky the game is uh, probably your number, like, three choice for No Man's Sky content, like, no, because there's no not that much content. content. <laughs> yeah. That's No Man's content. So, I actually have, I did play a little bit more No Man's Sky recently, uh, but that is yeah it was it was like eh, eh. i can't believe you evan but it was uh because of the there's an arg that they're running for it an augmented reality game so it's the, the i think this requires a little bit of history because we haven't checked in on this game since we did our our big like kind of review discussion of it back in episode 66 the when the game first came out as we talked about in that episode very um like a, it was a thin game. There wasn't a lot to do. It was a disaster. You know, it was sort of shallow. Like, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I wouldn't call it a disaster. Like personally, but I. But it was definitely a disaster because of like the expectations people had were yeah, really I built up, and it, it did not live though, up to them. What I can't believe though is that you, Evan, of all people, still cling to your hopes and dreams that maybe, perhaps, No Man's Sky would live up to that hype, even after mm. all this time. Well. I don't. I definitely don't think it will live up to that hype ever. But also, I was never as hyped about it as other people were, right? So I, I just have lower expectations for the game in general. Uh, and I, you know, I, I, I check in every now and then. And the reason why I check in is because they actually have been doing some cool updates to it, which is like it, it's kind of interesting. Like the game was pretty flawed, and then the developers put some time into trying to add a bunch of stuff to it. And some of it is actually kind of good. But, you know, it still didn't hold me for very long, so I tried it out here and there. They added, like, base building, which was a surprisingly polished mechanic, considering the rest of that game. Like, the base building is actually really fun, but it's still inside of a game that has a bunch of other flaws. Mm. Uh, and then they added, like, land vehicles, which were also kind of fun. So you can, you know, it makes it easier to travel around and stuff. And they just generally added a lot of progression the game didn't have. Do all the life forms still look like stupid dinosaurs? Well, that's the thing is they still didn't fix that stuff, which is one of the core Ugh. parts of the game, which is part of why <laughs> when I've gone back and tried out the updates, I've only stuck around for like an hour or two and been like, OK, this is like an interesting move forward, but not really enough to hold me. Uh, but I've been just keeping an eye on it because I know they're they're doing these big updates every couple months. And uh, now to promote their new update or something, this is where I start to like, you know, raise my eyebrow. They're running an ARG and it's like, hey, didn't you guys learn to not overhype stuff and like create too much of this air of mystique? <laughs> and the ARG literally just does that. And it's surprising because the previous updates, they've been very tight lipped and like 
in contrast with the early promotion for the game, they have just dropped the updates out of nowhere, right? So rather than hyping anybody, they've just been like, hey, guess what? We added like three brand new huge features to the game and it's up today. Enjoy. Here it is. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in this case, they've been running an ARG for like a month or two, and I've been checking in sometimes on the the subreddit where people are uh, are posting about it. And oh man, I mean, I know that Reddit's bad, which is why I don't really read Reddit at all. The subreddit for this game is hilarious uh, because they it's all the same like idiots who were overhyping the game the first time. <laughs> and of so course, like those people had to stay. Those people had no homes to go to after. Right. After the game dropped, and then well, those everybody the, else saw those it are the for people what it was. Those are the people who said things like, this will be the last game I ever play. And for some people it is. <laughs> because there are some people that are even more delusional than Evan here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, look, I'm not even... I, frankly, I, I don't... You know, of course, you can't say I'm not delusional, but, uh, you know... <laughs> I think I have fairly realistic expectations. I'm curious to see where it goes. You know, I, I, I like space games. And so I am, I always have a little bit of hope that any space, you know, like open world space game can be like actually fun and very rarely are they actually fun. Uh, but yeah, the, the ARG, which I have not really been participating in, but I've just been like watching it is, uh, it's pretty wild. It's like they, they contracted out some, uh, some company to do it. Right. So it's all this like, there's like a, a dead drop or something or someone had to meet someone in New York. And there's like, you know, act, you know, actors playing people from the, you know, in the universe of the game or whatever. Uh, and a bunch of stuff where people are like, Oh, I'm like, you went on the website and uh, took a hidden div on the webpage and showed it and then clicked it. And that led to a page that, you know, had a cipher that we had to, it had like an audio recording. We had to run through a spectrogram or like, like it sounds like a parody of ARGs yeah. to me. I'm, re I'm really glad it's the No Man's Sky people running it because, like, the joke must keep going. It has to right, keep going. Right, right. It, it does seem like it's a, a prank played on these, these poor fans. Uh, I really like the people who jump in here and they're like, this, this uh, code here clearly shows that they're going to add multiplayer and make the game fun and uh, get me a girlfriend. And I all hope, these things are going to happen now. I hope it's just like the unveiling of like a pop-up shop in London or something. <laughs> right? It just has Sean Murray's face. <laughs> just on like t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> it's got him like with uh, just every, every tacky t-shirt you've ever seen, but it's oh, Sean Murray's no, face no, no. instead. It's a, it's a Sean Murray Supreme collaboration. So That's it's right. like... Uh, it's a hundred dollar T-shirt with his face on it. Yeah, but, but I was thinking though, it's it's his face on every tacky tourist T-shirt or whatever. So it's like oh. a Tasmanian Devil one, but with Sean Murray's <laughs> face on it. <laughs> oh we, yeah, we figured it out, guys. We cracked the uh, we cracked the code. It's just T-shirts. That's right. It's all yeah. So somebody go post that on the No Man's Sky subreddit just to let everybody know that it's pretty much just all setting up for T-shirts whatever i mean people are excited for it and that's cool but it is it's just funny like that people are getting way more into it than i think the game deserves like the, the no man's sky game yeah well you know congrats to them for reigniting that spark yeah and you know what i'm still curious so it's like i'm not gonna play the arg but i like i'm basically just checking in to be like did they announce what's in the update yet i just want to know what's in the update like that's it. if there's cool stuff in the update i'll check it out and i've said since the beginning like, I'll give them three updates. Like, I think they have a shot at making the game 
something at least I would want to play within three updates. But beyond that, I don't know. Like, if they can't do that, then it's like, yeah, maybe you're just not good designers at all. I wonder all. who's bankrolling yeah. this. Well, they, uh, uh, the people who bought the game are bankrolling it. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people bought that video game. A lot of people returned that game, too, but I wonder how much money had to go back. Yeah, I don't know. It might That might have been on, like, Steam or whoever instead of Hello Games. Yeah, I don't know how that it was, works. That was a whole big drama. But, yeah, I mean, for, like, to their credit, all the updates are free, right? There's no DLC. So they are basically supporting the game for the people who, who still have it. So, so they're that's not pretty com- cool. They're not entirely awful. I think they're not awful. I think they are just, like... You know, we you you and I have made games before. They were just a bunch of overambitious people who have never made a big yeah. game before and like oversold what they could do. Yeah, they're just like idiots. They're not. They, yeah. I don't think they were malicious. They crossed the finish line, but at what cost? Right. <laughs> Speaking of games with probably infinitely better design. Than, oh my uh, god! No Man's Sky. <laughs> okay, so I haven't bought it, but my I uh, invited my two friends over so that they could bring their copies of Splatoon Two, and I could okay. play. Okay, so I'm like night. I'm excited to just hear you play uh, Splatoon Two. Like I don't have a Switch, I don't know when I'll get one. But the one thing that I love about Splatoon is just that this is the game where people will just draw things on it. It's like not even about playing the game anymore. It's like just about <laughs> making like these ridiculously detailed like meverse post i don't know what the hell they're called i think yeah i think they're called meverse that's what i thought really that yeah. was like that was a shot in the dark <laughs> i had no idea what the fuck uh, it was called me the me um the me uh, the me, mm, me zone me zone the me zone the me zone has some great art i love it yeah it's pretty good uh so this is my first time no not my first time playing splatoon but close to my first time playing splatoon i've only played it once before and it was like i was over somebody's house and i was playing on their wii u because they were like showing me the game and i didn't have a wii u so i didn't i didn't like buy the first splatoon and i was also really annoyed that it didn't have any local multiplayer there's no local multiplayer in that game the first one doesn't have local multiplayer the second one doesn't have split screen as far as i can tell which sucks but it does have local between switch multiplayer which is a little easier to to do you know what i mean wow that's easier to do than like hooking up two wii u's to try to play together <laughs> or something right <laughs> you know how like just many like objects like have to stick out of the <laughs> right? wii u for it to actually do anything it's stupid it's so stupid so splatoon is like i remember when they first announced it i was pretty impressed with the design of it and this is my first time playing it for any extended amount of time and yeah it is such a brilliantly designed video game just the the way that the the way that that core mechanic of of covering the map with the ink interacts with everything else it's just very different from any other like any competitive shooter kind of thing you know uh like arena shooter game that i've ever played because you 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 know like the rules right you know how it works I have no idea. I just assume it's like multiplayer Super Mario Sunshine. It's definitely, yeah, yeah. I was talking to my friend about it. It's definitely inspired, got, gotta be. It's inspired in some part by the Super Mario Sunshine mechanics where you've got the, everything's covered in that like paint and then you have to wash it off with the water, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a third person shooter, sort of this arena based thing where the main game mode is not a, not a deathmatch thing where it's about getting kills. It's, it's like turf war, it's called. So, you have to coat as much of the map as possible in your ink. And the this is what I mean by the interactions between the mechanics, because when a surface is covered in your ink, 
you can turn into squid form and swim in that ink. It's like a sort of surreal thing because there's not, you know, like it, it's not, it's hard to describe unless you see it. Right. But there's not actually enough space for a squid to exist, but it's sort of, you turn it, it's almost like you turn into ink and you sort of like submerge yourself in this, this like, uh, surface. And that lets you travel faster and you're also less vulnerable to being hit because you can also hit other, you know, the other team with ink and that'll do damage and, and like, you know, splat them or, or kill them basically and then they'll respawn. And so you're trying to cover the map, but the ink, where you put the ink also affects where the other players can navigate, right? So like it, it, it sort of set, you know, sets up a safe zone. It's also like, if you're walking on the other team's ink, it slows you down and you can't dive into the ink, right? So it significantly affects your your ability to do anything. And also your your ammo, your ink, recharges when you are like in squid form submerged in the ink. So it's all about like, uh, what would it, like what's the term that people use for that? It's like controlling space, right? So you might have this big swath of ink and then you're traveling through it and then the other team sprays a bunch of ink across it and now your path is blocked so you have to jump out and and fix it but then when you jump out they can hit you and it's very fast paced there's a lot of strategy to it but it's it's also just super like you know twitchy and and you know it's a nintendo game it's super cartoony and 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 pretty easy to pick up man all right i don't know like i kind of i kind of want to kind of want to switch but like i i'm not I'm not ready there yet because like I already played Breath of the Wild, so what right, else right. is left? <laughs> yeah, I mean Mario Kart's good, but probably not Kart. worth. Yeah, it's more. more <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little regretting getting it because it's just more Mario Kart, and it's good to have a Mario Kart game around if you want to play a pickup game with somebody. But it's not the sort of thing I come back to a ton to play, right? Yeah. Splatoon, I I'm probably gonna pick it up because uh, I that's at least like new to me mario kart it's like oh it's more mario kart but i've never really played a ton of Splatoon. i wonder when mario kart's gonna have like its breath of the wild moment (laughs) (laughs) open world mario kart it's 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 the burnout paradise of mario kart oh shit (laughs) that would be crazy (laughs) i actually didn't like burnout paradise i i i remember just being like this doesn't make sense. Like racing games don't make sense as open world games. They're all about following a track. And I would always get lost trying to finish a race and cause you could just go anywhere. And it's like, well, yeah, but wait, but I just wanted to finish the race, but now I'm off somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Nintendo could constrain the design so that it makes sense. Right. An right. Open, open world Mario Kart, where all the kart racers are just driving 24 seven. They can't get off their carts. Also, there's uh, full voice acting for all the Mario characters now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it all sucks. It's, it's yeah, all it's, inexplicably it's all really British. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Splatoon 2, super fun. It's kind of got this street culture thing or whatever. Like, it's all, you know, like these teens with skateboards oh, and spray paint. Teens with attitude? Yeah, teens with attitude. It basically takes place in Squid Shibuya. So, mm. you'd probably be down, yeah. So back to the back to the anime zone. Though we're not gonna we're not gonna stay in the anime zone for very long. Um, yeah, I, you can't stay for very long. It's uh, it's sort of like the dark world in Metroid Prime Two. Yeah, it's a hazard to your health. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching My Hero Academia because a lot of people have been posting about this. So it's everybody like, has been telling me to it's watch like it. Everybody, everybody, 
everybody's like, I don't, I don't understand anything until I watch it. So I watched it and I guess like my initial expectations were like maybe Hero Man, but I've never even mm. watched Hero Man. I just like assumed <laughs> it would be like, like that sort of thing just from like the screenshots that I've seen of it. My Hero Academia is like, it's, it's weird because it's setting, it sets itself up in such a way where like every episode has to be like this sort of emotional crescendo where I think for like the first four episodes at least, it's like, it's like one of like those cry shows, you know? It's like, mm. it felt like the Anohana of, uh -oh. of shonen anime. Oh, that explains why every, like, <laughs> <laughs> all the posts i see about it because it seems like everybody is just very very we I, we've talked about this right it's like people being super attached to characters and i'm like everybody is, mm, yeah, that's yeah, not really so my like, way of watching shows like yeah i think like i figured i figured out it's uh it's bag of tricks after like five episodes because everybody's attachment to the characters seems to stem from like an emotional response rather than like oh well this character does this and that's cool or I agree with the, what this character's like, you know, mm. their their morals and their ideologies. It's more like, oh man, my precious bean, my yeah, small yeah. baby, like that sort of thing. We should talk about what it actually is, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. what is this show about? It's about a kid without any sort of superhero powers who finds himself trying to become a superhero in a world where everybody is developing superhero powers. So he feels like, you know bottom of the barrel you know like he takes to studying all these heroes and he's got like this one hero that he really looks up to called all might and he's like the top hero he's superman he's basically superman because it's it's a it's a shonen anime so of course it's gonna take episodes and episodes for it to progress into like what the, <laughs> what it's actually gonna be about so right now we're just like the usual like awakening like rebirth like not like rebirth but like you know becoming the trailblazer. Like getting, getting Awakening on of the trailblazer. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, wrong, yeah. Wrong so he's, uh, he's found his trail. Um, <laughs> and now he's got to deal with, like, you know, the school bullies, you know, actually getting into the school, that sort of thing. So it's like, it's a school, it's like a school anime. It's also shonen battle manga sort of thing. And I didn't even know that it was like a shonen manga at in the beginning. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it is, it's weekly shonen jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I found that out and I was like, ah, you tricked me. It's going to run for hundreds <laughs> right, and hundreds right. of episodes. Dude, that's why when everybody tells me to watch it, I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I like, I used to like Shonen Action a lot. I still like it in theory, but mm -hmm. I don't have the patience to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's got something going to it, though. Like, it it definitely feels and looks very nice. It's, it's not like, for now at least, it's not like, you know, the the people that are working on it are like, you know, they're just for hire. They're just trying to cram through all these chapters of the, of the manga so that they can, you know, get into their filler stuff and just kind of coast until the next batch of uh, chapters come that comes out. Yeah, no, every episode does feel pretty strong. It just, it feels like you got really competent people putting it together. It's bones, right? It is bones. It was surprising. Cause like bones inspires almost no reaction from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I could feel like I could feel myself getting into it, but I'm also very I'm just very cautious right now because I am not a committed person, admittedly. I cannot like once you cross the twenty-six episode mark, that's like 
I feel I feel like I need a ring on my finger if I'm going to keep on watching that show. Like I need to be deeply invested and committed to that show for me to continue watching after 26 episodes. Right. So like Concole, that's the sort of show that that puts the ring on your finger. <laughs> no, wasn't that show garbage? I don't know. It's just saying. I mean, yeah. I, I think I watched a couple of episodes and it was it yeah. seemed garbage, but. Uh, but I just meant. Uh, I, I don't think this is going to be married a your ship girl. I don't think, I don't think that there's like a marriage mechanism to uh, to watching a shonen shonen anime. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah. I mean, a shonen anime is like a a relationship that just keeps going where no, it just you know, keeps nobody going. ever asks somebody no, else to marry them. No, but nobody knows when to like stop or like continue. <laughs> it just keeps on going and going and going. Yeah. Also, known eventually, as a Mika Takahashi manga. <laughs> eventually you either like you either reach the end or you're just canceled right you know that's the thing though that's the thing that kills me about most shonen manga is like the way it's structured is like these people just work and work and work and work on their on their property but there's no end in sight it's like you either just continue working until you're canceled or on like the off chance that you actually get to like a conclusion and then it's just been years and then you expect people to like watch your I don't know if there's an actual expectation to watch a show that runs for hundreds of episodes. Is Pe- there? People do it. People totally do it. Yeah. People do it, but like I am not in a position to ever like just buckle down and consume dozens of episodes of anime per day to get caught up on something. Wait, there's one show that's back this season that you are willing to watch hundreds of episodes of because we're approaching episode 100 of take oh, you oh yes <laughs> you know i haven't seen the new episode yet yeah i haven't i, I think i, st- I, 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 I think started I, I haven't been watching the new season actually i gotta i gotta go catch up yeah that but that that's a relationship that like that knows it knows its boundaries because it's only three mm. minutes long yeah you know it, it keeps it going but it keeps things interesting and you never get bored yeah it's uh it's tq so, tq is my favorite shonen it's a relationship shonen that anime. moves fast though it moves very fast, maybe a little faster than people are comfortable with. But hey, that's part of life. <laughs> yeah. So, my hero, you're liking it, but I'm liking it, but I'm long. very like I'm cautious because I did declare that it is the Anohana of shonen of shonen anime. So, like, there might be a point where like the crying just gets a little too much. So, I'll keep I'll keep going for now, but maybe maybe after episode 26, we just have to break up. Dang. Which will also have a lot of uh, the the feels, as the kids say. The feels, the feels. So, I, on the other hand, have... Well, I mean, you you haven't been watching new anime, and I have uh, also pretty much not been watching new anime. Yeah, I think we're both kind of like on our, like, Miyazaki-style retirement from uh, actually watching any TV. Which is to say... We will watch TV anime later, but right now we are claiming that we are retired from it. Yeah. I had a whole press conference, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I just, like, I got up. I told them, I'm done. I'm finished. That's the end. Uh, don't look for me. Yeah. I'm So, look, we were talking about this in the pre-show. There's some, there is some good stuff this season, or, like, some stuff that looks good. Obviously, Take You is number one show yeah. this season. I haven't even watched it yet, but it's, it is number one, it I is. can tell you for sure. There's, like, people are liking the ballroom show, right? But that's on Anime Strike. Right, right. Well, there's also, what is it, Made in Abyss? I don't even know what what service that's yeah. running on. It's on Anime Strike. It's 
It's called Made oh. in Abyss, and it's like a nice. fantasy thing. It looks really pretty. Uh, ICBF on Twitter was tweeting about it. Where's horny? Where's the Where's the horny kaiji? Does wait? Is it Is it Fukumoto? No, it's not Fukumoto, but oh. it's like it's gambling. Is Is kaiji not horny kaiji? Oh, that's a. I guess that's a question, right? I, um, I I've only watched like wow. the first ten episodes, like the first arc of kaiji. So it, the thing is, like, whoa. Whoa, I'm trying to like break this down because like I feel like whatever I say is the wrong answer. Is so is the question just is Kaiji horny? The question is is Kaiji horny? Yeah, Kaiji is horny. However, gambling. Yes. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, Kaiji is completely horny because there's the scene where there's like they get like a big like jackpot and then it's like it feels like endless ejaculation. (laughs) Right. Okay, glad we established that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so anyway. so the the discovery that that I made, which I sort of have always known, is um, I don't I just don't like television. What? Yeah. But Evan, you made up like a, you made a whole life. You've got a whole persona of revolving around something that is mostly television. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As Evan looks around the room and realizes that his whole world is just correct. crumbling before him. It's all TV. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of TV anime that I like, right? Some of my favorite anime, Lane and uh, Paranoia Agent and Cowboy Bebop, those are all TV anime. But in general, I find like watching TV shows to be a little tedious. And even like, you know, it's not even just anime, it's like, live action tv shows even ones that i really like i sometimes find it hard to get through them like i've been watching the wire and stuff and just like with anime it takes me months and months and months to get through a season of something (laughs) yeah so like it's a it's just an interesting problem because there's all these cool shows and then i try to watch them and it takes me forever to get through them Uh, and then i end up i end up just watching things like take you or um naria girls (laughs) that are short and stupid (laughs) Yeah, the way I've worked it out with myself is to just say, well, you know, Anime Strike has it, or <laughs> Netflix has it, or High Dive has it, or I don't know, any other of like the just dozens of different people that get exclusives now that's cropped up. Like they, they're just snatching up everything. So I don't have just one channel to watch anything on. And even then, on the flip side, if I did have just one channel to watch it on, I would feel paralyzed and I couldn't make a decision and then I wouldn't watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just it's a problem where maybe I just don't want to watch television. I just you know, that that's me. That's I'm like the Look, most movies are and OVAs are simpler. There's there's yeah, less stuff easy. to watch. You pick a movie, you watch a movie, you in one sitting, you're done with it. You don't have to come back. It's simpler. Yeah, people put all of that effort from a twelve episode show into a single movie, and it's it's just it's done. Yeah, and once faster. and and uh, once you go to Otakon and watch In This Corner of the World, you won't need any more anime. So that's also good because yeah, it's like, it's that good. So yeah, like I you know just saw Kizumonogatari, and then I was like, that was it. Anime was done. Like TV, movie, OVA, just the whole thing is done. I'm on. I'm just on Mobile Gear right now. That's it. Right. You've you've evolved. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cuz like, you know, it's it's an expense that will like it's equal to what you would spend on like anime. Like <laughs> hundreds hundreds of dollars right on something that is like almost almost tangibly useful to you but not really. 
So instead of anime Blu-rays, you just do the gacha. And you know what? The gacha makes me really happy when I get something that I want. And then, like, when I get the Blu-ray, it's like, eh, I guess this is okay. Hmm. I feel like you're just saying that the gambling high that you get is is better than uh, it's, than it's buying a, it's, a yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah, it's like you know, it, Kaiji was right. It was like endless ejaculation when you pull out that one servant that you really want. <laughs> you mentioned high dive, and I wanted to briefly mention since we're talking about things that aren't TV, that you know, not TV anime is good. I did watch. I, I, know I did watch a I little know. bit of one of the longest OVA series ever made, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. It's not TV. It's not TV. It's not TV. Technically. It's 100, even though it's hundreds of episodes. Or 110 episodes. Something like that, yeah. That's on High Dive, and I had heard it was good. I watched like an episode, or uh, what is it? watched like three episodes in my friend's anime club thing, and it is super good. So I got to go watch all of that. That show is great. Watched, Just like I everybody watched, said it would be. I managed to climbed that mountain about like 40 episodes before oh, really? I, like before i lost my grip and then just dropped it forever and ever uh, yeah i was i'm definitely worried that if i actually seriously try to watch it i will not finish it but the first couple episodes i was really impressed by just how tight the storytelling is like it it you know feels like a like you know game of thrones sort of thing or like the books because i don't like the show Whoa. but but like in terms of being you know it sets these things up early and then pay pay like has payoffs for them and, and like yeah. these connections between characters and stuff yeah i remember so. the battles being very good yeah They're like yeah. just very well i don't know orchestrated or- orchestrated yeah. i guess yeah yeah so that's a cool thing to check out i think we're just down on new anime because like i yeah, can just rewatch anything that i've liked from before like effortlessly so i think just for me there was a period of my time when i was more receptive to consuming something and then now I'm in the period of my time where I've just completely just closed off. That's it. That's well, it. no, no more, no more new anime for me. Well, you're gonna have to open up soon because Premiere is coming out. That new uh, Trigger Imaishi Nakashima joint. I thought you were gonna say Pop Team Epic, and then I would. Oh, that too. Pop Team Epic <laughs> is also the other one worth. I think uh, I only have room in my heart for Pop Team Epic. I'm sorry, dude. Premiere's Kill a Kill staff. You need like it's. You're gonna like it. You're definitely gonna like it. Kill a Kill was okay. I mean, I have to rewatch it. What do you mean, Kill a Kill was okay? It was all right. You were like freaking out about that show when it came out. Was I? You were the one oh, who you, get... you were the one who had my favorite Kill a Kill line. I still quote it to people. You said uh, Kill a Kill episode twenty two makes Kill a Kill episode twenty one feel like Kill a Kill episode twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did say that. I remember now. <laughs> Which is the best description of the entire show. Like that's the whole yes. sequence of it. Wow, I guess I did like that show. I guess that's the I guess that's the next thing I'm gonna rewatch. That show is so good. I gotta go rewatch it at some point. Yeah. Uh, so All right. Anyway, it's a, it's I got a kill a kill rewatch. I got one more thing on my list. I did watch a uh, so I've been I have been watching some anime. It's just not like the the new simulcast stuff. I watched a movie which I'm trying to write up a review for, but I have a ton of articles I'm trying to write right now. But I watched Genocidal Organ, which is part of Project Ito. I don't know if you've seen any of the Ito stuff. No, you're going to have to lay this down with me. What the heck is this? So Project Ito is the name of a sci-fi author. He like goes by the pseudonym, Project Ito. And he's like won some awards for some of this stuff. And three of his books got adapted into anime as part of this big project. One of them was a Manglobe thing, which is, I think that's Genocidal Organ. And like Studio Wit, the Attack on Titan 
studio did uh, another one called Empire of Corpses, and there's one called Harmony. I forget. It might be Studio 4C or somebody who did that. And uh, <clears throat> the one that I watched, Genocidal Organ, is actually, you'd appreciate it because it's basically Metal Gear Solid. Oh. It's got, like, it's not as as crazy as Metal Gear Solid, but a lot of the, the elements in it are very similar. It's We're talking this, MG, MGS1, right? Well, uh, it's a little more MGS4, I guess, but... But it's general Metal Gear Solid sort of type stuff. I'm waiting for an MGS1 style like anime, just like an anime that completely copies everything, but it's totally not Metal Gear Solid. Look, dude, Genocidal Organ is about child soldiers. It's about, you know, like, it's it's especially Metal Gear Solid 4. It's about, like, somebody's going around in the third world starting wars and blah, 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 and, like, uh, causing genocides and there's these child soldiers and there's nano machines and there's semi organic you know robotic like uh oh. uh exosuits and things like that like it's it's like oh, oh wait a second this of, is kind of Metal Gear solid four yeah wow it's all of our favorite stuff <laughs> yeah it's about like a u.s special forces commander or whatever who gets sent to it's literally like metal gear solid four it gets sent to try to kill this one dude who is causing these genocides it's like snake getting sent in to keep like you know kill liquid he's got to make his way through the, like the camp and everything same kind of idea it's directed and written by uh shuko murase who did i think he did uh marduk scramble if you've seen any of that and it's very oshi despite oshi not working on it it's got characters who stop to talk about philosophy in the middle of Ooh. fights and stuff so it's yes. kind of like it's a little tough to sit through sometimes because it's like come on come on you're really gonna just point your guns at each other and then stand there for five minutes quoting various yeah, philosophers you know, <laughs> you know what i saw i saw the ghost in the shell live action and that was definitely what was missing from that movie <laughs> just a semblance of intelligence fair a fair point a fair point but what I, one of the things i really appreciate about it is it is aggressively topical and political in a way that anime rarely is, right? Anime is often aggressively apolitical, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we don't want to talk about politics. This is just a fun escapist thing. It's like anime Anime politically is like oatmeal and water. <laughs> but, like, you left it out for a while, and now it's super yeah. soggy. But, yeah, I mean, it's it kind of gets into some stuff about U.S. intervention and, like, you know, first world military intervention in the third world. Uh, and how the conveniences of the first world are built on the misery of the third world. It's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, wow. anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. pretty rare, but it does it through like kind of lame monologue sometimes. And also it even has what I suspect is, I guess it was like, it might be, the book was maybe too early to actually be referencing this, but it feels like a reference to like, chelsea manning or edward snowden in it like like a, like a sort of tribute to to that wow. kind of like intelligence bureau uh whistleblowing <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's just sort of interesting this is why i'm trying to write up a review of it it's interesting just because like you don't get anime like that that's that aggressively political not very often right i can think of examples on like one hand or something it's like pat labor 2 is gets kind of political right like Akira, but even Akira is like heavily through metaphor, not direct, directly talking about modern mm. politics, right? Yeah, uh, it's also the animation's pretty cool. So you you might you might find that 
interesting because it's got a lot of very, very detailed kind of realistic expressions and stuff. It's got characters who do stuff like rub their eyes while they're talking, like a, a naturalistic expression that you don't really see in anime. Wow. That sounds wasteful. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of like Only Yesterday, if you've seen that, where Only Yesterday's got those really naturalistic facial expressions and stuff. Yeah, don't see that too much in your stupid TV anime. <laughs> TV anime sucks. It's actually sometimes good. Uh, anime is good sometimes. That's my review of anime. I think we should answer some questions. <laughs> we got, uh, let's run through these Twitter questions. We've got a question from uh, at sign Nakara. Best my Hero Academia girl. David, go. Oh, wow. Um, Real quick. This is going to be quick. Probably Deku's mom. Dang. Yeah. David picked the, the dark horse pick there. Yeah, she's, she's a good mom. Good mom. Cool. Yeah. Uh, at sign Doc Glendale. What's your quirk and what's the downside? Also, favorite superpower weakness besides gun emoji. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, am I gonna have to answer this one too? Wow, I got too many. I got two straight yeah. uh, MHA, <laughs> MHA questions. Uh, my quirk. Jeez. I'd like to say my quirk is just that one item that you can find near the beginning of Morrowind that gives oh, you this. really, really high uh, acrobatics <laughs> skill for like a second, <laughs> and then as soon as you jump, it, uh, it your acrobatics skill goes back down to what it was before. And so you jump really, really, really high, but since your acrobatic skill is low and you hit the ground, you die from fall damage. Oh. Oh, yeah. That, well, that was, there was an episode like that, actually. That was like episode four, I think. So, yeah. yeah that to- that's totally you. I can jump really high. Like, I can jump, like, all... Or even... How about, how about this? Like, I can uh, launch myself into space, but I can't breathe in space. Oh. So I have to make sure I'm wearing a spacesuit at all times because also I can't control my strength. So every time I jump, I jump into space. So I need to always be wearing a spacesuit. Okay, so I guess to like just keep it in theme with the podcast, my quirk is that I guess I'm the spicy one. Right? Okay, sure. So so yeah, so I guess that's that's the quirk that I'm just actually just I'm like literally spicy. Like if somebody tasted me, I would be spicy. Okay, like, so you're you're sort of like, like that girl in Ninja Scroll. Oh. Or she's like poisonous, and then if people have sex with her, they die. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite fate ghost servants too. Really? No lie. Like her skin is poisonous too, and then like she'll she'll kill you if she just touches you. Hmm. So yeah, I guess that's the downside though. Like, cause like now I. Uh, You're like rogue. You can't. You can't have can't, sex with anybody. Yeah, exactly. So that's like. So what what would that be like? Volcel. That is. I guess. I guess if it's heroic, it's Volcel, and if it's villainous, it's incel. Well, I think that you're you're incel, unless you don't like the false cell. Unless you make a issue. conscious decision not to hurt somebody because you're spicy. Yeah, that's false cell. That's false cell. But if you want to have sex with somebody but you can't because you're you're spicy, then you're incel. Yeah, that's the it's the duality. That's why my story is just like it's the it's the gray. You're it's like it's like the middle the middle path in Mass Effect. You're balanced on the point of a knife, and you, you either become Volcel or Incel. <laughs> All right, we got another question from at sign Moon Maggot. What are some good light novels for someone who hasn't read one and doesn't like boring robot stuff? Also can get legally in English. So this is mostly for you, but I have some Ooh. answers too. Um, the Konosuba light novel is kind of interesting for the first volume. I think I talked about this one before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Bison Wolf will get into a little bit too many economics, I guess, for some people, but the relationship between Lawrence and Holo is definitely just the selling point. It's like, it's more about that, really, than any of the economics, even though the economics will come up every volume. Um, besides that, oh, what other ones? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Kizumonogatari. Mm. Definitely Kizumonogatari. Actually, yeah, that's that would be my main. That's my main choice right there. Okay. So you got you got three three picks right there. I have uh, some stuff. I don't remember if I actually read Kino's Journey, but the anime is pretty good. I feel like I might have read some of the light novel, which was that's coming out, right? I thought that was already out. They is might it? be re-releasing it. I think somebody mm, released probably, a copy of it a long time ago. Probably a good choice too. Uh, the big one that I definitely read, which I did enjoy, but it's very much like, you know, reads like YA fiction, is Boogie Pop. I was always a really big fan of Boogie Pop. That's an older that one. That came out? Years ago. Yeah. It's still in print. Wow. You can find it on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. It's called mm-hmm. Boogie Pop and Others. And uh, if you've seen that TV series, Boogie Pop Phantom, Boogie Pop Phantom is a sequel to Boogie Pop and Others, I think. Uh, and there you can also like, there was an old dvd release i got that came with the movie the live action movie of boogie pop and others and then also the the tv series the anime tv series boogie pop phantom so there's your recommendations we've got another question from zane via email just wanted to say sorry for not getting a question in for last episode don't worry about it dude i was on a pretty good oh whatever (laughs) i'm gonna skip that part uh so my question is have you guys ever been in a real fist fight with each other or someone else, and how did it go? Just wondering how the violence in your real life compares with your anime wish fulfillment. And also, don't worry about your incel issues, since VR porn and augmented reality are coming along quickly. You guys should be okay. Hold Nobody up. Nobody was worried Hold about up. that. We didn't say we were incel, did we? <laughs> we could be volcel. We could be uh, not sell too. Again, to bring up the, we could pre- be totally to bring up the previous point, you know, it's the, it's the nice edge. We choose. We choose our destiny. Don't make assumptions about us, Zane. Some people. Jeez. All right. Okay. Uh, No, David and I have never been in a fist fight. You kidding me? We are good friends. Between between us, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight Evan. I think it goes to such a degree that I would let Evan land a killing blow against me before I ever raise a fist at him. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that first because it would have been I would have been an asshole if I started off by saying I would gladly land a kill blow against David. I have, let me think, times I've been in a real fight. Barely ever. I got pushed down the stairs once in middle school because I was bullied because I was a nerd. Uh, not, not. frankly, my bullying was, was pretty mild compared to what most people, you know, most other nerds, the stories I hear from them. But like one time I got pushed down the stairs or whatever, and like some kid pushed me. Some other, It's like the worst I ever got was I got like pushed. It's like not, not that bad. Mm. And yeah, I don't think I ever really got in like a fight with anybody other than like with my brother, just like kind of arguing and then like just kind of uh, a little bit of wrestling because he got angry or something, right? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been in fights in middle school, like fist fights, I guess. But like when you're a middle schooler, you have like no idea how to actually fight. So I don't know. It's like to me, to me, it was like a fight. I don't know what it would have looked like to anybody else. Probably <laughs> right. just two jerk offs swinging at each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, I guess nobody really won. Like, everybody got hit, but like, nobody went down. Right. Like, I would only consider it like a win if somebody went down. Uh, 
and it went on forever. Like, I don't know if that's just like in the heat of battle sort of thing, but like, yeah, it was like the it felt like <laughs> I'm imagining <laughs> you and another middle school kid, but it's the scene at the end of Metal Gear Solid Four. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. No, it was actually like that because, like, by the end we were exhausted, but we were still swinging because, like, nobody was going down. Um, and one of you was like, "Snake, uh, spoilers! I uh, invented the persona of Liquid Ocelot." <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear Solid Four wasn't out at that time, so it was definitely like you know just trying to. I was just trying to like remember everything that I remembered from the end of Metal Gear Solid One. Um, Clearly, it wasn't enough because there wasn't, like, a bipedal robot to drop the guy off mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the rest of that question? <laughs> how how did it did, How did it go? Did you win? Yeah. You didn't I mean... Nobody won. I don't... I guess I won because the kid moved out. Like, he, he like, Well, you, 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 you hit him so hard, you, you, like, scared his parents out of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I won, but then, like, afterwards, he became a Marine or something. So, like, now, like, I couldn't... Oh, yeah. Now like, he won. I couldn't... Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess, like, yeah, like... Wait, maybe. yeah, no, you won, because you turned him I into won. a Marine. He I has won, you to because, thank like, for it. I made a move, and he turned into a Marine. So, like, I guess... Wow. I really set that kid's uh, destiny in, in a certain course. Um, Yeah, I guess that's... uh, That was the extent, though. Other than that, there's really no more uh, violence. Yeah, I mean, the closest I've been, I guess, would be like, uh, used to spar in the karate class I took, right? So that was like, we did actually fight, but it was, you know, in in a context where we weren't trying to actually beat each other up. We were we were practicing, right? But it was like actual sparring. You know what I mean? I wasn't. Mm. I didn't go to a karate class where it was like you just practice these pre-made moves and don't hit anybody it was like no we were hitting each other it was like an actual you know actually practicing what it would be like to be in a fight mm. so yeah i guess between me and evan you're probably gonna want to take me along for a fight although i'll probably still lose yeah we're both soft boys so i mean mm. don't 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 hope too much <laughs> at it for this don't don't get your hopes up okay well thanks for the questions everybody you can send your own questions or if you're like zane you can Try to keep up your streak of sending a question every time to podcast at anygamers.com. You can uh, ask questions anonymously if you so choose via email. You can also ask us questions on Twitter. We send out a call for questions before every episode, but also if you think of something in between, you could always ask us, just like tell us for the podcast or something. Just say like, question for the podcast, and then we'll put it on the list. Uh, On Twitter, I am at sign Vamptvo, V-A-M-P-T-V-O. I'm still at sign QX20XX, if anybody was wondering. Yeah, and nobody was wondering, but I'm, I'm glad nobody you brought wondered. it up anyway. So the Anigamers Twitter account, at sign Anigamers, one word. We are on Mastodon, the federated, decentralized, n- not Twitter alternative thing. That is at Vampvo, at Mastodon.social. At the at uh, is maybe not totally necessary. David? Whoa. I'm gonna. I wonder if I can get this right. It, uh, caro.ccsakura.jp slash at sign two zero xx. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That we did. We did it in different <laughs> formats. But anyway, if you know they what this work. thing is, then you will know what we meant when we said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find more information about this podcast at anygamers.com slash podcast. We've got show notes and other info, download links and stuff over there. And subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher google music 
please leave us more reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We've got uh, a couple on iTunes, but I'd like to see some more. All five-star reviews, please. And we write articles on AnnieGamers.com. Oh, boy, we do write articles, don't we? We have a lot of stuff coming up, actually. I have like a million articles I have to edit or write. So most recently, uh, I published my interview from Fanime with Hiroyuki Yamaga, the president and co-founder of Studio Gainax, and asked him about Uru in Blue, their upcoming sequel to the Royal Space Force Wings of Onyamis, as well as his, uh, his memories of the time period depicted in the show Blue Fire which is what Fire. the official Vicky name is. We talked about it in a previous episode and called it Blue Blazes, and I said that it was unlicensed. It turns out it's licensed, and Vicky has it under a different name, and I didn't realize it. So please go watch it on Vicky to support the legal license of that show. And this is almost as disappointing as when I learned that they were going to localize uh, Saber's name as Altria. <laughs> Instead of Arturia? Yeah, it's Altria now. <laughs> And not only that, like, she's got, like, another, there's another Saber class uh, servant that has, like, a very similar name. Oh, God. So, like, when people say Altria, I think that they're talking about the other one. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting interview. He talked a bit about, like, the state of Gynax now that everybody's left. I asked Oof. him a kind of pointed question about that. Wow. And uh, David did an interview at Anime Expo with uh, two of the, uh, or the, the, Dev and producer. The producer is actually the president of Anaplex for Fate Grand Order. Yeah. That's like a round robin interview. So it's got some questions from other people, but it's got some interesting stuff. It's a a big, uh, big article. Yeah. Yeah. So check that out. We've got much more stuff coming down the pipe, including interviews with the uh, creators of Cassette Girl, the Animator Expo short. Uh, what else? Interviews, interview with uh, Yuri on Ice staff, with Trigger staff, talking about Little Witch Academia, with uh, staff from Relife. Uh, David's got a near automata review, which should be out this week. <laughs> I can't believe it's been we're taking still a while. It's been taking a while. It. Look, it's coming out soon, and I am writing. I can't for, believe it's actually coming out. I know. Uh, I'm writing for Otaku USA magazine as usual. Currently writing a review of the Dragon Dentist and probably some manga reviews as well. And David, you've got your blog with your cool new post. Tell everybody about it. My cool new post? The, um, oh yeah, it was the, did I promote this last time? I don't remember. I don't think I did. Do it. Do it. I wrote the, I wrote an enormous fate go beginner's guide. Although I don't think anybody's a beginner anymore. Game's been out for like a month or so. I think everybody's beaten like the cotton that's out right now. Anyway, it's qx20xx.tumblr.com. I collaborated with Elliot Page on that. Please check it out if you haven't, and leave any comments if you think that uh, we're dumb or whatever, and then we'll just toss it out and block you. <laughs> nice. And I've got a sporadically updated Tumblr, uh, animeburgertime.tumblr.com, where I'll post about my uh, Anime Burger Time panel and any other burger-related content. Uh, I was also on an episode of the Reanime podcast, so go check that out. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. Those are some uh, some Crunchycast fans who started a podcast and had me on as a guest, which is pretty cool. And David and I will both be in attendance at Otakon 2017 in Washington, D.C. Uh, I am doing one panel confirmed so far. It was on the wait list. I have another one, but it's presumably on the wait list. I don't know why Otakon rejected basically all of my panels. I'm not sure if somebody Oof. there has a grudge against me. They rejected Anime Burger Time as well as a bunch of other stuff. But the one panel I'm doing is The Rise of CG Anime, which will have a bunch of new content because there's all sorts of cool new 
CG anime out now, stuff like Cassette Girl that was not out the last time I ran the panel. So, I wonder what bullshit panels Otakon's going to run this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I think they've got a bunch of stuff from cool people too. So there's going to be, you know, AWO and Mike Tool and whoever. So honestly, like they can't just swallow up all of the programming schedule like that. Look, I don't know. I, well, they could actually. I'm not sure. Maybe them. they're punishing me for not submitting anything last year. But I had some really good panels this year that they rejected, so I'm pretty unhappy about it. Well, we're starting off Otakon on the wrong foot. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. we'll do some interviews. They've got the premiere of In This Corner of the World at that con, actually. Sorry, we're, we're, this outro is going on forever. But I do want to make a public service announcement. I'm going to be publishing a review of it soon. If you are going to Otakon, see In This Corner of the World. Please go see that movie. It is incredible. And that's like the first big premiere of it. I think that's the same day that the screenings start in the U.S. is when it shows at Otakon. So please go check that movie out. I'll have a full review on Anagamers in the next week or two. All right. Well, thanks for listening. See you guys. Goodbye. Gamers. Gamers. Goodbye, gamers. Enjoy. Peace out, gamers. Your games, gamers. Don't forget Um, to like, subscribe, comment. Don't forget to game, gamers. Most importantly, don't forget to game. Keep on gaming. Game on. Don't stop the game. Hold on to that game, yeah. Game lights, gaming, game. I think we're just gonna have to roll the punches over here. Just gonna have to do it. Just gonna let's just screw it. it. Fucking do it. Screw it. Fuck it. Uh, what is the meme? We'll do it. We'll do it live. live. We'll do it live. We'll uh, do it's, live. it's actually school live, David. It's school. not school live. What? Yeah. No, it's, it's school, school live. It's what? school live. No. Yeah. Okay. Now you're just confusing me. It's I'm actually... school live and love life. <sighs> and, mm. <laughs> I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> school life. School life. And love live. Love live. Love to live. Love to, like the number, live, like the number. To love, to live. <laughs> to love, for love, to live. <laughs> Left for, to live. <laughs> this makes left, no sense. Left to, for, die. I'm too, what? <laughs> to love, to, to love, for, live. Oh, God. Left for, to, dead. <laughs> Wait. Th- is this part of the ARG? <laughs> <laughs>